Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. Consequence Podcast Network. Every day that passes is another day that we get closer to Bonnaroo 2021. The dreams of being on the farm in Manchester in September are becoming a reality. Last week, we went through line-by-line Lord Taco's picks. This week, Barry Quarter is up. One week away. The What Podcast, which bands this year that matter, it starts right now. Wherever you are on this journey to Bonnaroo, we are, depending on your location, days or hours away from Bonnaroo 2021. I can't believe it's actually happening. We're Taco, Barry Corder, Brad Steiner, The What Podcast. We start today, guys, with major, major news. I have not told you guys this, uh, but I've got some breaking news, and hopefully by the time uh, you hear this, uh, somebody else hasn't gotten to the scoop, but I've got a major scoop. I'm going to start uh, the show with Barry Quarter, Lord Taco. Are you guys ready for this? This is going to be a big one. Sitting down. Hit me. I hope so. Hit me. Uh, this uh, coming from a high-level source uh, inside of Bonnaroo. Barry Quarter's OnlyFans has been shut down. <laughs> um, oh. I hate to be the guy that breaks your heart but barry i'm so sorry i'm glad you got to this so quickly because i would have hated for somebody else to get it first does this mean i'm getting uh am i getting a refund well we go straight to the source right barry we go right to the source (laughs) exactly well done Uh how's uh how's everybody doing today are you guys uh are you packed are you ready to go is it is it go time i'm starting uh, I have, it's been fun to see some of the pictures on, uh, social of people. Uh, I think, uh, our friend Mitchell had, has already started his, uh, pile. I don't know if you guys saw that. Did you see it taco. He's got his room, his living room. Looks like he's got his cooler and his, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting because it, you could break it down into thirds. There's like, look like there was some, you know, camping gear coolers. And then the other third was beer. <laughs> <laughs> Only a third. Did you did you did you notice what it's kind early. of beer he had? Or did you do any beer judging? Did you uh, judge you'd have taste? to look. You're more the beer snob than I am. Okay, I was just looking for a PBR. If a PBR was available, I didn't see. There were no blue ribbons. No uh, blue ribbons. Uh, so, so um, <laughs> what about you, Barry? You're you're the you're the packer of the group. You're the guy that that basically you know we put all of our gear 
in you and Taco's hands. Uh, are you guys ready? Do you have everything all broken down and cleaned up and ready to go? Not all of it. No, I've started been starting with the electronics. You're waiting till I get to town, aren't you? And then you're going to put all this work on me. <laughs> well, I am waiting because I know if I pack it, I'm going to have to unpack it to fit your some crazy some new scheme thing, that yeah. I've worked up. Yeah. Yeah. I will Carpeting. say I will say that I do have a surprise this year for camp. I am okay. coming to town with a surprise. You always do. I'm, I'm very excited about this surprise. This one uh, is something that we've been working on for two years. It's not chickens, uh, but I, I was getting ready to say because of the uncertainty of all this, unfortunately, I have not arranged for the chickens yet. For people who don't know, that was going to be, you know, we have a fence and we had a Last year or two years ago, we had a mailbox mm -hmm. and um, I really thought livestock was going to be the one to put us over the top, but uh, I don't think I have time to, to yeah, because just Barry, makes sense. Barry thinks that at some point the end times are going to come and he wants to have his own food source around just in case. <laughs> no, I just think it would be so funny to wake up like that Saturday or Sunday morning to the clucking of chickens. I think people would, would get it. <laughs> and fresh eggs every morning. I mean, fresh eggs. You kidding? Yeah. What's yeah. the difference between clucking uh, of chickens every morning and Brian Stone coming out of tents with random women? Uh, one's bunning. And then there's chickens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he does really cock a doodle do rooster his way out of that. Tent. <laughs> you know, hey guys, you see what I, uh, you see what I got here? <laughs> This is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, um, it's going to be a weird camp. Uh, you know, I don't know about most uh, the group camping and, you know, the difference between year to year and how many people that you're, you know, usually with you versus how many are actually going to show up this year. But our camp has been just annihilated. Uh, we have a we're only probably going to have a third of a showing right. at our camp, aren't we? Yeah, third to a fourth. Yeah. Depending, there's still some people who may come up, come up for an afternoon only. Well, but, yeah, yeah, because mainly because they just don't know how comfortable they feel being around so many people, which is understandable. One of our yep. guys has a has a small child, uh, a six year old kid, and doesn't really know if that's the best place for him to, you know, spend his time. Um, you know, one of our campmates is is um, quite elderly. Um, <laughs> he's he'd probably in the best shape of all of us. Yeah, I know, no kidding. Numbers right? wise, he's a little he's a little older than the rest of us. Right? There's just there's just some some interesting characters at our place that don't necessarily think this is the best idea for them, and I I don't blame them. I don't blame well, them. And uh, like Tara and her family, they they didn't get uh, guest camping, so they're going, but they're going to be out in GA. So we'll yeah, it's, see them, huh? No, <laughs> you're the second person to say that. <laughs> we'll never see them. Uh, um, but yeah, we've gone from you know we usually have between twenty and thirty. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're looking at five ten. to eight. Ten, yeah, I mean ten most. max. Yeah. 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 So, do you feel any differently than you did ten days ago? Yeah. Um, you good mean, or bad? About safety wise. Yeah, good or bad. I go. I go back and forth. Uh, really. I feel good about the, as we've said before, the vaccine and all of that. I have a feeling. I don't think we're alone. I think the numbers, I, even though it's sold out, I don't think we're going to see 80,000 people there. 
for exactly what we're talking about. I think a lot of people are having these internal discussion. Um, But then, you know, you you look around and the numbers are going up everywhere. So it makes me nervous. So, yeah, it's. uh, Have you you looked at like the prices of tickets, like on the aftermarket right now, you can pick them up. Like I saw some for like 150 each. I mean, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So many people are selling their tickets. And there's just not demand. Part of that is because also um, I've just talked to a couple of people yesterday who were in even VIP camping. Uh, the cost of camping has gone from about a hundred and a quarter to about a thousand dollars to bring an RV. Which this is this is has, has come as a surprise to the two that I talked to yesterday. So was this yeah. announced? Is this on the fly? Like, was this I, always planned? It seemed know. to surprise them. Yeah. So you're the, telling me that a normal ticket before this year to camp in an RV in RV camping was how much? A couple hundred bucks? Yeah, under. Around and now it's what? A thousand. No, there's mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. Yeah. So they're charging a thousand dollars to the, camp with an well, RV. The, the, excuse me. I should be very very clear. That's they've added hookups. So they're now at electricity and some sewer in the same places. The, the, that RV camp next to us now has some hookups and to get those. But is that in that, GA too? I don't, that I don't know that I don't, cause I don't know anybody that's bringing an RV out there, but just like to just bring an RV is, is not the thousand. So there's gotta be somebody that's listening right now that that's doing an RV. Please tell me if you don't mind DM yeah. us how much this actually costs. There's just I, there's just no way it, until I see it with my own eyes. I just don't know if I buy that. There's a th- it's a thousand dollar ticket. I mean, yeah, again, if that's, that's the case. The, you the, might you might as well have bought, you know, the the ultimate VIP package. Well, just go with platinum. The hookups. Make let me make that clear. That's with the hookups, uh-huh. but it's in the that did they didn't know that was coming. You know, they thought they were going to what they had before. So, yeah. How many people are in in the people that you talk to? How many people are coming with them in their RV? Well, that that they can break those thousand dollars. That was part of the discussion. Uh, The one they're okay, they can handle it. Um, The other he's he's that's what he's wondering, you know? Yeah. And that that's a big surprise. (laughs) That's, That's a big one. Yeah. You know, um, the uh, the sewer and water board here in New Orleans uh, always is the bane of human beings existence because one month your bill will be, you know, twenty dollars. The next month it will be one hundred and fifty dollars. And there's no rhyme or reason for it. Literally none. Yeah. And I and I listen to these I listen to these guys, you know, complain about it over and over and over. I'm like, ah, you guys are nothing. There's no difference between any other city. And then we got a bill last month. $580. $580. Wow. Tell me what we did different from one month to the next to go from $80, 60 bucks, $75 to $580. Wow. Usually if mine does that, it's because I missed it. And so there's a late fee, I, you know, Mm-mm. I'm paying for two months, but no, no, no. Wow. It, there's, and, and there is no way that you can call. There's nobody no, you can they... argue with, you know, it's like, this is this is sort of like the the dollar drop that you just well I guess we're paying a thousand dollars now to pay for, because you've already set this whole thing up this right. whole experience for you has been um, you've you've crafted it for a year and a half and all of a sudden they drop a thousand dollars like 
at no point was that explained to them. I, I just, I'm having a very hard time understanding this. I, I, I hear you. I just know what I was oh, I'd told. be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I, I just know what I was told. Now, you know, maybe there was an email and and the people I talked to missed it. But maybe, uh, but but the, the communication said. this year has been a little flimsy. Um, from every account that we've heard from, you know, you know, this camping situation in GA or the entry date situation where some people are getting mixed messages going from one day to the next day. There's been a little bit of a break in communication uh, through all of this in the last three to four months. And some is understandable. Some doesn't really make much sense to me. I was going to say some of it is understandable because, um, and again, it's, you know, not, I'm not here to be somebody's apologist. Uh, They've got rail fest this week. They've got Bonnaroo next week. And then they have moon river the following week. And they were involved, some of them in what, um, other, several other events. I think you said the widespread panic thing. That's all the same people or a lot of the same people. So they've got a lot on their plates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. Um, but I think that's a lot of the reason why. So your feelings based are based basically on the day you wake up and however you feel that day about all of this is going to, it changes that quickly for you, huh? I right now am, and I, I don't know if it's a percentage right now is full go. I plan to get in my car a week from Thursday and drive to Manchester mm-hmm. in the back of my head is the idea that if I wake up Thursday morning and there's whatever, you know, some new news I, and I don't know what it is or some new piece of information, I'll not go. Mm-hmm. And I, I will not be stunned, put it that way. Yeah. And I know that's wishy-washy as it can be, but that's just the way it's got to be. Mm-hmm. And, and in the other, also in the back of my mind is if I get up there and it's just totally uncomfortable, you know, I'll come a home. Short drive home. Yeah. Short drive home. And I'm fortunate I have that option for sure. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine being somebody who is 12, 14 a flight away in the 12, 14 hours and a flight away, et cetera, uh, getting there on Thursday or Wednesday. And by Friday, they are starting to feel a little yeah. panicky about this and, and it not necessarily is the most comfortable thing for them. And then they're stuck there until <laughs> they, can, yeah. they can get out. Yeah. It's oh, interesting. Man. It's interesting. I but, mean, there's going to be a lot of camp dwellers. There's going to be a lot of campers this year. I think just, uh, you know, just hanging out. I think I'm going to sit here the next uh, and by the way it ain't gonna hurt you because the weather looks incredible weather looks great and all of those times that we said that summer is as bad in september as it is in june that is true but boy it looks like we're gonna get a break on this one which again this is like five years in a row where the weather has been perfect <laughs> I know. no question yeah does if this it, keep happening if it were if it had been scheduled for just last week Oh man, that would have been a bad, or even this week because it rained so much. Mm, but last yeah, week there's... the humidity was unbelievable. So yeah, we're <laughs> we're getting lucky. We're getting man, very lucky. Yeah, Middle Tennessee has gotten significant flooding this week, seventeen inches in a day. I mean, keep yeah. your fingers crossed because there's just a there's a weird sort of like a voodoo that happens on that farm sometimes with the weather, and out of nowhere, you know. 
Well, I think I uh, think I smell a hurricane coming. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, with the weather, the cloud covers. I mean, yeah, things start. I mean, the weather can get a little iffy sometimes. But man, if this if this weather forecast holds, this is straight up five years in a row where we yeah. we're like, well, it ain't gonna be this good next year. No way. Yeah, it'll You're never right. be this better. We'll never get better than this. Well, you know, we were standing there at that Tank of the Banker show um, Sunday night. And it was, you know, perfect blue sky, sunny, warm, and then out of nowhere, just rainfall. Everybody got drenched. Nobody was prepared. Yeah. I mean, it just came I, out of nowhere. I blame Biden. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, he should build a wall uh, and uh, protect us from these uh, it's terrible will. storms that are trying to take over. The one thing, and that's something that our friend Jeff Cuellar has always pointed out. One thing about it having having the event on the farm is we can get weather like that and, uh, you know, sh- sort of shelter in place and then they can take a, take some time off and get back on schedule, which they did. Wait, wasn't it 19, two years ago? Or was it eight? Uh, 2018? No, no. They, 2018, they closed Centerroo because of a thunder showers. That was it. That was and it. And everybody had to stay at their camp. But then they started right back up two hours later, right? Yeah, Finished. it was a couple hours. And then they said, all right, we're coming back in. There was yeah, also that-, that year where, um, and it was this 17 or 16 where the rain hit so hard on Tuesday and Wednesday and made them do like grounds um, yeah. keeping and built that bridge. Like the whole yep. reason they like we had a bridge there is because they got a major rainstorm. They needed to whip up a bridge real quick. They built a bridge. Um, That's yeah, they, right. built, and- they built a bridge so quickly because they had they didn't have enough plywood and hay to get through the, the rest of the weekend. That's right. And the. Uh- Typically, they would camp you, you know, in grids. And this thing was, they had to reconfigure everything. So it took a while to get everybody in. So yeah, um, rain rain can sure change things for sure up there. I know that uh, we have friends that are still cautious about everything and, and not willing necessarily to commit to some of this. But, you know, I, I do feel like um, I'm okay. I feel pretty good about it. And at the end of the day, if I don't feel comfortable going into the masses, I'm just going to hang out. I'm just going to hang out with the camp. And, um, you know, it might be a lighter year this year than than normally than I I would try to push. And, you know, I think I'm I'm coming to. I guess I'm coming to that conclusion. And and what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm I'm being OK with it. I'm starting to become okay with it. Huh? Coming to grips. grips. I'm coming to grips with it in my own head um, that, you know, maybe I just missed something. And I think it happened when at Lollapalooza, you know, I I did that just disaster Friday night at Lollapalooza where, you know, I stayed out until four o'clock in the morning. I was around way too many people. I found myself at a nightclub sneaking teenagers in. uh, And that was the moment where I was like, I I overdid it. I, I don't want to put myself in this position again. And it was so bad, I didn't even go to see Brittany Howard's after show the next night. That's how much that experience changed the rest of my weekend. So yeah, I think that I, at this point, if I miss some stuff that I really want to see because I just not there, I, I'm, I'm okay with it, I guess, at this point. Yeah, which, and I know we're going to get to it, but that's a little bit what was on my mind when I did my schedule which we're going to, oh, yeah? which we're going to talk about. Yeah, Mary it's, quarters it's, picks. Dun, dun, it's dun, a big day. Yeah. But uh, how about, how about, will it change how you see a show? I mean, you're a front of this, you're a front of the stage. You're an on the rails guy. I'm comfortable in the back. Uh, 
you Does know, it change I, that for you? Barry, I don't think that I can call myself an on the rails guy. That requires the somebody like the dedication and work. <laughs> you're the, I'm you're the front show, of the other side. I'm, <laughs> I'm show up and stand at the side of the stage guy. I I can't act as if I'm some sort of lifer who is that, well, you know beating people and elbowing through to get to the front of the stage. No, I I saunter in. Right, um, I've right, got right. no cares in the world, and I just stand there at the soundboard. I can't. That's fair. You're. I'm a yeah, I misrepresented. You, you like this. to be up front, but you're not that guy that elbows himself through the crowd. No, those, I'm, which I don't I'm, like. Those people. No, by the I'm. Way, I made that I'm very the, clear. I'm the loser who's getting escorted to the front of the stage. <laughs> I. I can't. Now, it will that it will change things? I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, am I in the Foo Fighters pit? and starting to feel a little iffy. Maybe. I, I don't know. But, you know, uh, I'm totally willing to keep my mind open in one direction or the other. That, How about you, um, Russ? Maybe I'll be okay. Maybe I won't. Yeah, I'm probably just going to stay in the back. But I've never – I think I went – I was on the rail for one show. Yeah, I got you. So, yeah, yeah, but, but um, what was the show? you got to tell us what the show was. Broken Social Scene. Oh, okay. He, he was, I was going to say it was all by himself. That's why I got. To <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a big show. It was easy to get up there. Yeah. Well, wait till dashboard confessional happens. Yeah. Then you're be, talk about being on a rail. Yeah, being that might change my mind. You know. Uh, so the uh, the other piece of news that happened this week was uh, uh, our guy, my guy, Josh is going to be on the, on the lineup. Yeah, uh, the big yeah. addition was cautious that's, play. That's um, awesome. I will say this, um, and this is no shot at him or or the band, but uh, we've said this before. Certain shows just work better um, in a nightclub uh, or in a tent than on a big open aired stage. So so long as this is in a tent, it's going to do well. It's going to do really, really well. Um, it's a show that that just li- you listen to the album. Give give deadpan love uh, a shot. I think it's really, really solid from front to back. And uh, the show is, is a lot of deadpan love. And I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. And just going to get better, by the way, too. That's the other thing that I'm really excited to see, because from Lollapalooza to today, or at least to Bonnaroo, I mean, the show is just going to be better than it was. I mean, it was better the second time I saw it. And that was just a day later. So, um, you know, they're they're figuring it out on the fly. And I kind of like that part of it. I kind of like seeing bands on multiple days in a row to see, you know, how they're feeling that day and how that affects, you know, the set list or a certain solo. I kind of like that kind of stuff. He's Friday at five on that tent. Isn't that the same spot, almost identical that Leon Bridges was? Three four years ago, boy, I, I don't yes. know. Yeah, so somebody somebody's much better at the the. I want to say yes, but if it if so, it was terrific. I mean, it was you to your point, it was great. So let's get into Barry Quarter's schedule. Barry Quarter has uh, put together his picks and uh, the, the things that he wants to see at Bonnaroo. Uh, how are we setting this up this week, Barry? How I are we going to go through the lineup? I did mine differently. Uh, Taco did his last week, which I thought was terrific. It was thorough. 
uh, very involved. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And it he's going to be one was, tired individual. Like, look, Taco knows I love him, but it was absurd. His schedule was absurd. There's, he had he must have listed 35 bands that he's going to yeah. see. You're not doing that. There's no possible no, way. No, there's no way. No. Yeah. So it was I a good pro- show. <laughs> it was a great show. It's one of my favorites. And it, it set the stage, but it made me think I want to approach it differently. So, All right, so how are you approaching it? Then? I am approaching it as if I was there and the reality of what it's going to look like. So I'm, I broke it down basically into three groups, the acts that I'm, that are my must sees my walk bys, and then my surprises that I hope fit somewhere into those. Okay. And so, then okay. we, and we can so, also go day by day, but. So you know, how many must sees do you have? Because Taco had 20. <laughs> okay. I have, I have 10. Okay, so you have 10 musts. How many walk-bys? Uh, about that same. 10 WBs. Maybe okay. 12. Looks like 12. Okay, and then the rest are just sort of hopes and dreams. Yeah, the if, re- if I have you about get lucky. seven that are, that are new to me that I want to, and the, some of those repeat. Like I've got Briston Maroney. Is, uh, I'm counting as a new to me, uh, that type of thing. Okay, uh, all right. So it, you, you drive the ship here. However okay. you want to go, let's let's go through it and see who Barry okay. Quarter's seeing of honor. My must-sees, and they're not broken down by day. Um, we can go back and look, but uh, Br- Briston Maroney, Larkin Poe, Devin Gafillion. Well, well, hang on a second. I, I do know those Jeez, are Louise. Thursday. We, those just, are we Thursday. just sailed through an entire day. Hang on. Okay, Pretty so much. Briston Maroney is a must-see. Why is Briston a must-see for you? I just like it. I just mm-hmm. like everything I hear. Uh, every time I hear it, it sounds new and it sounds fresh and I hear something new, uh, which is unusual. I, you I like, you don't find I like that Br- a lot. I like Briston because I feel like we're, we're getting him. This is one of those artists that you're getting right on the front. Now y- you may not know any of the songs now, but at some point he's going to write a hit. He's going to have a song eventually, and yep. it's going to be a massive hit and he's good. He's going to get there. He's going to get there. And I like the idea of seeing him on this side of it. Yep, absolutely. And that's that's the fun of the Thursday, as we've said many, many times. He's a to me, he's a perfect Thursday find, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, I agree. But then Lark- you have two you have two more Thursdays. Yeah, Larkin Poe is not new. They're certainly not new to me. They're from Calhoun, which is about an hour from here. So I've known them for years and years and years. But why is Larkin Poe must seek since you've seen him a hundred times and you will see them another hundred times? Because I saw him two years ago at Riverbend and they, again, they surprised me. Mm. Um, it's very guitar heavy, very rock mm-hmm. and roll. I just like it. Uh, they remind me of, and I'm not sure how you pronounce their name. Haim is a Haim or Haim. Haim. That's what I thought. Uh, they're like that. They just have that a real rock and roll attitude. Okay. Um, I like him. Okay. And then, and then Devin uh, is a, is a must see because he's friend, of the, the friend of the show. And okay. he is so that was one of my favorite shows that we've done. Oh, that's uh, nice. I just like him a lot and I like his music. Yeah. Uh, and again, all three of those I can listen to over and over mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel tired. Okay. And that's unusual. All right. Another must see. Another must see. And this is just because M do. Mokhtar, we got to go Mokhtar, yes. Got to go to that show. I um, think that we all owe them a debt of gratitude. 
Um, and showing up just to say thanks, I think, is uh, what if what if like and it's good. What if Imdu Mokhtar ends up being like a 10,000 person show? I think it's going to be huge. (laughs) What if like we all start saying to each other at camp, guys, let's just go there. Let's make the trek. Let's let's battle the heat. We'll go there. We'll say thank you. Give him 15 minutes and then come back. Yeah. Golf clap. That's what I would do. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I don't mind getting up, taking a Bloody Mary out, and then, you know. Yeah, it's first a couple, show. A couple first minutes show. with him, and then yeah. come back. Turquoise. That, that, that is quickly becoming number one on my don't miss show. Wow, we that, are halfway through your must-sees, and we haven't even gotten to a headliner yet, or a sub-headliner, or a tertiary headliner, and we're halfway through. Okay. Yeah, and then... Uh, why is this, Turquoise, why is that a must for you? Adrian Since we Blue, just saw them. You saw them, but you didn't see them with Jerry Harrison and Adrian okay. Blue. Yeah, this is going to be a completely different show, yeah. They're doing Remain in Light, which is a, a very important Talking Heads album. And uh, to see those two with Turquoise, which if people don't know who Turquoise are, they are terrific. They are very talented musicians. And to have them with these two doing this album is is going to be really cool. Okay. So it's definite for me. All right. And then uh, this one, I just have to, I, I got to go see Taco at Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> this is the strangest must-see lineup. I'm, I'm getting very yep. concerned that this is going to be just things that service Barry. Uh, I didn't, I didn't I think I, I would end up on your must-see list. You're, Taco <laughs> Bay, you're on here twice. You're on here twice. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and give it away. Uh, I got to go to Little Baby to see if uh, we see you on the big screen. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, so, so oh yeah, remind me what the Little Baby thing again is. Well, you know what Taco's two skills are. What well, are you right? Right. It's uh, PBR and, and identifying, identifying babies. Baby. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, last at the end of the show last week, remember, we uh, we figured uh-huh. out we, we've got to somehow get Taco uh, to that show so we he can confirm I got a baby's a baby or not. I got to see if this is a baby or not. <laughs> so your entire mission is to do what you want. Do you want like the Bonnaroo people to say, like, for instance, on the big screen? Yes, it's a little baby. We're going to have to figure that out. I think <laughs> I, I, that would be ideal. Oh, I mean, if it could be like an official uh-huh. <laughs> at some point, a slide that plays before the show. Taco yes. says it's a little baby. Yes. Taco, it's Taco baby. confirms Taco confirmed <laughs> or, been, baby. or, you know, doesn't confirm, can't confirm. So who, who operate, do we know who operates the graphics and the slides for these stages? We're working. No, on we'll, we'll figure We're it working out. working on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it could just be Taco, you know, the cam- one of the cameramen finds Taco in the crowd and he either, or, you know, yeah. oh, either yeah. way. Oh, if it, if it gets the pans of Taco. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, like a, yeah, I'm like a Roman dictator giving my thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> uh, see, these are, these are important goals. <laughs> like the devil wears Prada. <laughs> it is hysterical it would, all right it those are make, big, that's a big goal barry that's a big right. goal you're showing up to a show just hoping that the graphic person by chance happens to listen or gotten word that taco wants to confirm whether or not it's a baby yep okay yep 
if, if a, we could get somebody on the PA to say, ladies and gentlemen, we understand Nobody's Lord Taco be on the PA. <laughs> we understand. Lord Taco is here to confirm. We understand that the Lord of Hogan Manor, Lord Taco, is uh, on site and wants to confirm if it's yes or no a baby. That's right. I'll bring my credentials. Hello, Barry. Hello, just have him walk out on stage. If, if you were going to go this far, have Taco walk out on stage, address the audience and say, yes, it is a little baby. And then we'll yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> or maybe if they get the app running in time, maybe they can just send out a message to everybody to confirm oh, a push message. Know, see, yeah. see, push message. Just, yeah. Now we're thinking. Now we're thinking. How about mm-hmm. what if what if you what if would it be workable if you had a totem that just said yes, it's a baby, <laughs> or no, it's and not see, a that, baby. We, that likely could get on camera. That that might be. I like both of these ideas. Yeah, it'd have to be like a quick change totem. I can like switch if it's a baby yeah, or not. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. really it's really just a pole with um like a notepad on it that yeah. it, yes and then you put it up or no, no. and then you mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I like that. It could, be, it could be a whiteboard. It could be a whiteboard on a stick. Whiteboard on a stick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's absurd. Absolutely <laughs> absurd. I can't believe we're 7 was that three, four, five, six through six of Barry's must sees? We've got four to go. I hope there's a show here that is not something that has to do with the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not because the next one's Cautious Clay. <laughs> the next one is oh, Cautious Clay. Okay. And then Foo Fighters. Okay, well, first off, let's stop. This is a packed Friday for you. If these are all your must-sees, then you're seeing you're you're going from one till twelve thirty nonstop. Yeah, you you said that earlier. Like like I'm not going to curl up and go to sleep if I if I plan my day right, it'll be all. Well, right. How do you plan your day? I mean, you've got um, a show at one, a show at three fifteen, a show at five, um, a show at six fifteen, and a show. At ten, so where's where, where's where's Barry getting a nappy? Yeah. Getting a little nap. I'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> I'll find that real. Yeah. And plus, it's not like when I go to these shows, I'm out there in the mosh pit. You know, it's I, I, know. I can you go, be pretty relaxed. You go pretty hard, Barry. You go pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll make it work, and that's but that's I want to see the Foo Fighters now. Yeah, I I like the Foo Fighters, and I said. You and I have said, we've all said many, many times, I think Dave Grohl is the best rock and roll representative going right now. Um, but I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. Like, I don't have to see. Isn't it, they're doing a two-hour set, aren't they? I know, they? but I, was, I wasn't a big U2 fan, but I wasn't going to miss that show. There's just no chance that, Fair. you know, I, I just don't find myself. Look, two and first, and off, first off, I know there's going to be a possibility for me to see the Foo Fighters again, but I'd, this is the first time they've ever even been to Bonnaroo. And yeah, I think it's going to be epic. I, this is yeah, this is going to be one of the shows that you know we say is maybe top five, top ten of all time. I, I think so, and definitely want to be there for the end. I think the and, end will be amazing. It, so, well, the thing is, like, when have you seen Dave Grohl miss a moment? Mm-mm. Whenever he's been given something that he knows is a moment, yeah. he's always taken taken advantage of it. There's never a time where he lets a big moment like this go right past him he's going to do something really really special really interesting and again not being a Foo Fighters fan one of the great shows I've ever seen in my life was at the Metro 
Lollapalooza after show. They played for four hours until 3.30. They did an entire hour of nothing but Rolling Stones covers that Taylor left the drums, yeah. did the vocals, and Dave went and played the drums. It's that kind of stuff that, you yeah. know, no, I... I just I had no idea that was coming. And there's going to be stuff in this that that we don't even see coming. That's going to be incredible. And that's the kind of thing that we've become accustomed to at Bonnaroo. And, that we haven't had of, in years. We haven't had. And the kind of things that I unfortunately often miss, mm-hmm. it seems like, is I, I wander back to camp and then you guys come back and say, man, I can't believe Tyler, the creator, came out with the Foo Fighters yeah. or whatever. Or Yeah, I, I, there's there's I not a those. chance I'm missing. I'm missing yeah. this show. No, nope, me either either i'll be there okay. um my final four uh and this is uh i i listened to him because of last week's show but uncle acid and the deadbeats and this is an interesting i like what i heard but the deeper i have the deeper i've gone into their their uh stuff there's a lot of sameness so i really yet like it's still a must see it must right see uncle is. acid and the deadbeats you you gotta go back That's to literally what, I said. what we could name the show. Yeah. My <laughs> my plan is I thought about how I typically do Bonnaroo. Uh-huh. And when I wake up that day, and I don't remember what day they are. Uh, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. yeah, they're they're fairly early enough. That, yeah, it's weird that they're not a late night. Yeah, that yeah, agreed. Well, you're gonna have to explain tell me about Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Are they are are they like a Mark Rebellet or are they more of a jam thing? What is? Um, I just roll. don't know much just, about them. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, heavy I, rock, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I explained it on when I did my picks. They're uh, they're heavily inspired by like Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's a lot of that, and that's what it was. They're almost Monday is earlier that day, and then they're at another, three. Another friend of the show. You want to go yeah, because they're, they're at three fifteen, the and so there's so, nothing else. Talk, are you noticing? It. Are you noticing a pattern here? Like, I think that Barry wants to go to shows, and for the people that he's talked to, so that maybe, just yeah. maybe, they see him in the crowd. They go, "Hey, Barry Gorder's here, everybody! Yeah. Give a round of applause for Barry Gorder." Fair yeah. enough. If they're if they're on our show, Barry goes to their show. Yeah. Thinking yeah. that they're going to identify they're, him. They're going to they're going to pull him up on stage like Courtney Cox. <laughs> man, if you could, if you could pull off an outfit and dance moves like Courtney Cox, Barry, <laughs> yeah. man, I will bow to you. Yeah. Please do. I am loyal. All right, I'm looking. The next three or not? They have not okay. been on the show. Okay. Well, no, I take it back. We just I missed her. Uh, next is John Baptiste. That's a must see. Um, yeah, that's a must see. Okay, and that and I'm these must sees are not in the order. Like if I had to, turquoise, my morning jacket, John Baptiste would again. The, that sound is my favorite sound yeah. on the entire farm. Yeah, those when two. you when you get a soul funk, um, uh, brother, a, 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 a chorus, a um, you know maybe a some sort of like religious moment like when it's on the what stage a sharon jones you know a charles bradley those are my favorite moments that have ever happened at bonnaroo i love that early afternoon what stage go to church sound um and boy john batiste is is perfect for that i wish it was on sunday but it's perfect yeah i agree uh i think he's a perfect 
Bonnaroo act. And I think my next pick, my morning jacket is the perfect Bonnaroo act for me. So, okay. Well, the first question I have for you about the, my morning jacket set, dad, it's I'll three have to hours. Have a nap. I know. Are you going to make it to three <laughs> thirty? Yes. Okay. You're going to do all three hours. Yes. Okay. I let like me, this let me, dedication. Let me put it this way. I will be there for all three hours, whether I'm awake for all three hours, I may take a blankie and a pillow. <laughs> You're going to bring a blanket a, and a pillow. You no, want to bring be... a recliner too? You want to just set up the whole living room while you're there? I, I'm thinking about it. Okay. I can get that in. Yeah, no, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. And then my last one is Lizzo. She's my last must see. That's your last must see. Yep. Okay. All right. That that is not a um. That's not an impossible Saturday. I feel like that's that's workable. Is nothing on Sunday though. Nothing's a must see for you on Sunday. Uh, I have a note. Brittany and uh, Leon. Brittany would a, be. Is that a must see though? It's it's my maybe must see. That's my. Okay. So you have a next. You have a second tier. Those just is, those two. The rest of them are are the, my next list is walk bys. Okay, well, which uh, one is it, Barry? Is Brittany Howard a must-see or a walk-by? They're floating between those two. I'm going. Ah, okay. I'm going. to go. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go to both of those. Uh-huh. I don't, but it's Brittany, just because of I don't want to listen to you all day long. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to say right now I'm going. <laughs> I will not force you to go see Brittany Howard. You can do whatever you want. Uh, and I, I, that Leon Bridges show several years ago was just really great. I like him. So, um, uh, yeah, I like Leon. I, um, I think the show, <clears throat> I'll put it this way. Nothing will beat that first show and that first album of his for me. I, yeah. I, it was just so mind blowing how it felt like a different, completely different world and different time period. And as we said, then, you know, does this guy have a second album? Is he just going to be doing Sam Cooke stuff again for a second right. album? And <clears throat> he tried to expand it and he's getting better as an artist and the show is getting uh, more robust. Um, with all that being said, I, I don't know if I love the current iteration as much as I ever will love the first round of it. That's no, not saying a, that I don't like it, but yeah, I don't know no, if I'll hard. ever love it as like it's it hard the to first do. time around. And then I also, I do have in that same sort of uh subtext um and i i would like to be there i would like to say it's a must but man it would be very tough is that thank you for everything dance party that sort of wraps things up on sunday night i have a feeling that's going to be a lot of fun well you know i actually thought that that was thank you for being a friend dance party and i thought it was a golden (laughs) girls theme (laughs) i was really excited about it until i clarified i don't know it's just thank you for everything if yeah. there was like everybody dressed up as Blanche Devereaux, I would be all in on that. Uh, I but think I think you should do that. You should I go. Don't, I don't know if it's a Golden <laughs> Girls theme. Dance you should party. get your best gold LeMay outfit and go. Can we go ahead and make it a Golden Girls dance party? Because that would be what I'm after. We, we can just declare it, right? Okay. I think you can get away with that thing starts at nine. It ends at 4 a.m. So I have a it's, feeling that that. Two to four is going to be a lot of fun. So. Somebody, Taco would probably know better than I do, but do is the robe party still on the schedule? The robe dance party? I don't know if it ever was on the schedule, is it? I thought oh, people yeah, were just saying they're going to... It was always on the schedule at the, at the Snake and Jake barn. Oh, um, well, I don't even know if the Snake and Jake barn is 
operable this year. I yeah, don't think they've doing, said anything about it. You got to wear a mask. I know that if you in yeah. any of the indoor things, inside and things. Somebody, this might be a spoiler. Somebody posted a picture of it. They've painted the barn completely white. Hmm. And nobody's sure why. Yeah. That's, that's ironic considering they've never painted the actual Snake and Jake's. That place <laughs> has never been painted. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it anywhere on the schedule. But then again, I don't see Snake and Jake's barn on the schedule. It's, it's not even mentioned, so nobody's even sure what the purpose of it is. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, also, I don't see a schedule for a silent disco. Are we not doing a silent disco this year? Oh, we, I did see that. You did? Uh, yeah. Can't remember where. I mean, I, the only schedule that's that's on the schedule site, uh, on the website for Bonnaroo is the Plaza schedule. Is there something that I'm missing? Have I, have I totally? Well, I'm ch- yeah. I'm I mean, they've, sent, they've sent some. They've sent the Plaza, and they've got the campground schedule, which is part of this main schedule. And then they've sent the vendor schedules sort of independently mm-hmm. um, okay. they still right. they still haven't fixed the uh wednesday night party it still says uh uh the rue shoot it's hosted by rue shoot it's actually hosted by the rue bus <laughs> well, what's it matter we won't be there we won't yeah uh, we what's it matter because we for some reason we can't get in uh i don't know why i don't know who we need to talk to at this point but earth to bonnaroo we can't get in until Thursday. That is a problem. Yeah. It's a big problem. Oh I don't think I don't think anybody cares though about our plight. I don't think anybody gives a damn, which is fine. I'm looking, they are gonna have the Ferris wheel, splasheroo. I'm mm-hmm. looking for some of these other things. All right. Um, what a, other walk buys Barry Quarter? So has. the walk rise, and I just I'm laughing. The first one is another that's been on our show, and then the rest of them have not. <laughs> We will change that, damn it. Now you Once got they me, hear uh, this, everything changes. Now you've got me focused on that. But the first one is Grace Potter. Okay. Um, That's a walk by. Yeah. That'll be and a pretty show. How... That will be a very pretty moment. Um, I think it's in the right part of the day for her. I think that she's in on the right stage. Um, yep. a really early evening. Talk about a walk by. Uh, Barry Quarter loves which stage artists and, and shows because he can walk right to the corner of it and walk right back to camp. It is right. the right. stage that we walk past most to get to where we camp. And Barry, if you go by his, if you go by like on Monday when he breaks down all the shows that he sees, 75% of them will be on the witch stage. Or, or the, which is the one that's just uh, right there by it. Is it this? this yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're close. Because they're on the way. I can actually, I can go leave our camp, see the witch stage, uh-huh. see the this, turn around and walk back. Back in 15 minutes. And I've seen two acts. Two acts. <laughs> <laughs> Check them off the lists. Yep. Did that. How was your festival? Man, I saw a bunch of acts. Saw a lot, a lot of bands. Um, <laughs> so Grace Potter's a walk by. Who else you got? And I don't know how to say it. Is it Grungbin? Krungbin? Krungbin. Krungbin. Uh, love, and love, I think love Krungbin. Yeah, I, think I just think that, I think a, it's the I think it's the wrong time for them. Um, I know it's a weird time, but I I seeing how Friday night and Saturday night sort of broke down. I see why they didn't make the cut for a late night set, but it just feels like it needs to be at one o'clock in the morning for some reason. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll surprise me at eight forty five, and well, it'll it'll be dark by then anyway. So that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. It'll be dark. 
Yeah. So maybe it's a good it's a good way to get the start. Well, of course, Taco will be over at Mastodon with the Master Moms. No, so. he will, right. he'll be back at camp with a mom from Passport <laughs> Professional. His day is done after that. <laughs> with the door to the close. <laughs> yeah. If the bus door is closed, do not bother Taco. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then a Orville Peck. Um, yeah. I am curious about that. Too. I mean, you're adding more to your Friday, man. These are my this walk is, bys. I know, but this is a lot. This is I a make lot. a loop and then I'm back at camp, okay. resting up for that long Foo Fighter set. Uh, don't Same. I think that I think bon, I think Barry's going to walk out of the Orville Pack saying the words. And I'm just I'm writing this down just to remember who said it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's rare that I say that. Uh, then Mastodon, and those are mm-hmm. and. It, any of those are could start out as walk bys and I could stay. I mean, that's, I feel pretty certain about that. Uh, almost Monday. Definitely want to go see them. That's that first one. Kingfish I've seen, uh, but they're the, about the same time. So I, mm-hmm. you know, it could, could catch some of both mm-hmm. pine grove. I don't know a lot about, uh, I know you guys both are kind of, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were into them. I was. I was in love with that first song. That first track that they put out, I thought was just so thoughtful. It was it was such a well-written song. I loved the the vulnerability in his voice. And then I listened to the rest of the album. No, actually, I went to the show. Okay. I went to the show at Music Midtown and I hated it. I hated it. And okay. the first problem that I have is I just don't think that anyone should be wearing shorts on stage. I think it's a problem. I don't care how much of a hipster that you are with your cutoff jeans. I just you I don't want to see your legs. Second thing, I don't want to see your phone in your pocket. You know, the outlet you're wearing such tight shorts that I can see your keys. I see your phone. It bothers me. It takes me completely out of what I'm watching. Do you have a do you have a list? Do I have a list? Yeah. Of of, uh, acceptable things that are acceptable. uh, Not I know shirtless. Is right at the don't top. Don't ever right? go shirtless. Never, no. Yeah. I so want I the band. About the shorts. I want the band to coordinate their outfits. Um, you know, there's just the, you're putting on a show. You're not rolling out of bed. You know, uh, the other thing yeah. too about the Pine Grove thing is, I just have not liked any song since that first song. I just haven't. Uh, there's nothing that connects it. Like the the songs get a little meandering to me, and then live, boy, does he sound whiny. Um, okay. Okay. Right. But then when they offer Pine Grove to come chat on the What Podcast, I love the band, guys. <laughs> love the album. I think um, you're doing a really good. Everything's coming out great. We need to make a list of uh, acceptable, not acceptable. T- t- talking to your girlfriend like or boyfriend on stage is on my list. That's <laughs> yeah. that, I'm that's pretty. A turn off. Yeah, I'm, I've got a I've got a pretty long list of things that completely turn me off of bands. Yeah, completely turn me off. Um, we'll have to go through that one sometime. Yeah, it's a that's a that's a good post Bonnaroo uh, yeah. show. I think It'd be fun. All right, Pine Grove. And some people like Pine Grove, and and I don't dis- discount that. They've got a really good fan base. I think it's way too late for them. They need to be much earlier. Uh, but you know, maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe I'll give them a chance. But boy, that's, the that's, other thing too is they the had one, Here's the other thing too about a set construction. If you have one hit, if you have one hit, where do you usually put it in your set? Last. Yeah, or you know, seventy-five percent. First, and get it, it out of the way. Well, see, that's if what they you got did. really if good new material. They did it first. 
And we showed up at the third song. And, <laughs> and I was like, guys, and I drugged friends along with it. I was like, you guys are going to love this band. I'm so excited about it. And I waited and I waited yeah. and I waited. Yeah. Shows Typically over. Band, and I'm like, they never played the hit. Typically a band does that if they don't like the hit mm. and they, they think they're being ironic let's mm. get this out of the way and play what we want to play yeah they might be too clever you better have yeah. some really good stuff if you're gonna do that yeah all right and then this that's, next that's one, my that's my complaints about pine grove next one um i gotta be honest i've i heard i've heard on the radio and didn't know it was them and i want to hear more so i don't know a lot but i want to go see is camp yeah um, I, like I, like camp. I like that camp i like camp i like good that sound. sound the very it's got a very uh, easy on the palate, sonic quality. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping it's not just one or two songs. That's why I want to go see if it's, you know, the whole, mm-hmm. like you were just saying, what we mm-hmm. were just talking about. Okay. Uh, Brittany, I've mentioned, and then flogging Molly. That's definitely a walk by. I hmm. like that music, but I'm not sure I like 90 minutes all the time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I so, hear you. I hear you. It's just, it, it, I like um, I like a certain sound to end my Bonnaroo experience. I like a certain feeling to emote from me leaving Cineru for the last time. Yeah. I don't know if I want that to be flogging my No, I agree. So I'll have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've got little baby, as we mentioned. So that's going to be bit. Oh, and uh, th- this one probably should have been up at the top. Um, and I did it, I put them here or when I did my list originally, just because I like them, but I'm not a huge fan, but I definitely will be there. And that's Tame Impala. But my goal for Tame Impala is to be in the photo pit so I can not only shoot the band, Mm -hmm. but our friend Daniel, uh, if he's curled up in a ball (laughs) weeping, (laughs) I want to be there with the camera. So and I solid, see him. solid friend you are. I want solid yeah. friend you are. I want to uh, be there with a camera when you're curled up in a ball <laughs> crying. Yeah. I just expecting I him guy. to be so happy. It's his birthday, and he's this band is so important to him. So I want to be there for that, and I want to see the band. Um, oh, and the struts. I mean, I miss the struts. It's a good live uh, show. It's a really, really good live yeah, show. That's a walk by, and that's another one that I think may hold me there longer than just a quick walk by. Sure. No, I mean, that is that is the story of the struts. You know, you get a few people to stop by and then they're going to be locked in because the show yeah. is so engaging. It's so over expecting. the top. It's really, really fun. That's what I'm expecting. And you don't need mm. to know any of the songs either. You don't need to yeah. know any of the strut songs to have a blast at that show. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. All right. And and so, so that's, my, a, that's a big list. Yeah. My third group uh, is some of those, like I've said, crossovers. Uncle, I, I can go probably pretty quickly uncle acid briston camp and the struts the two these are all discovery things these are discoveries uh amethyst kia uh mm-hmm. is, oh yeah uh, you love her yeah she's a chattanooga it's a her yeah it's a her chattanooga yeah. girl yeah uh, country she's african-american girl grew up here in chattanooga lives up in east tennessee now uh i talked to her on the phone the other day for the paper oh, really yeah. really nice and i want to see i her. would love to read it but there's a paywall barry and uh, you'd think that somebody who worked at the paper could get me a link to yeah. read their work, but no, can't even get that. I'll figure something out. Thanks. And then, uh, you know me, I love, I love some uh, uh, electronic music and I really, 
I want to go see Tipper. I, I like what I heard from well, Tipper. See, the, the name that kept in the back of my head this entire time was he's going to the next one he's going to say, the next one he's going to say, the next dead, dead mouse. And you never brought up dead mouse. I, no, only because honestly, I've listened and I like it. Uh, Tipper for me has something different. Um, hmm. I haven't listened to as much of that music as I used to after, you know, my band, my fa- my guy, Bass Nectar, mm-hmm. lost his whatever. Mm-hmm. So kind of, I haven't really ha- listened to a lot, but I, I had several people uh, on our former Patreons and all that recommended Tipper. So I went and listened. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like okay. it a lot. Okay. So that's me. All right. Uh, that's my list. And also, I, I, I do have a question and I know, I don't know who has brought this up. So they're going to have to, They'll have to punch me when I see them, but somebody can explain to me who is DJ Mel. She is all over this lineup. And I know that she was there either last year or the year before. Maybe she's been there every year and I don't, I don't pay attention, but she's like the house DJ of Bonnaroo. She's on the lineup like seven times. I don't know. I don't either. And I feel like there's somebody that we know that talks about them a lot. And I'm feeling really guilty that I don't remember who it is. Uh, DJ Mel, he is Obama's DJ. Well, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. It's what you call him Taco a lot. Well, no, I'm, ta- I'm thinking this out in my head because I had Obama's. The- wait, which, which, which Obama DJ is he? Was he first inauguration or second inauguration? Well, that I don't know. You'd have to ask the oh. Ruham guys. They talk about DJ Mel all the time. Oh, okay. It must be Ruham. Yeah, that I'm... But, yeah. okay, first off, this is mind-blowing. This is not a female. No. Okay. All right. Well, that's insensitive Brad. And not a baby. <laughs> points. Not a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, secondly, the, the first inauguration had a DJ that came and played the running of the Chihuahuas for me, and I can't remember that guy's name. So Obama must have had a, a bunch of DJs. <laughs> you can have multiple people saying, I mean, I might as well be one of Obama's DJs. It's a big event. It's a big Who was, event. I'll, I'll find out the guy that played the running of the Chihuahuas that year. And he was Obama's first inaugural DJ. And I, I didn't know a DJ Mel was as well. I don't know. It says I, it right should, here on his website. Recognized as Obama's DJ. I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, it's it's a, there it is. DJ Mel. Okay. So there's the second inauguration. It was, oh, DJ Cassidy. That's who it was. DJ Cassidy, Barack Obama's inauguration in 2009. DJ Cassidy oh. showed up at, at the running of the Chihuahuas and played a set, and nobody knew who he was. <laughs> is this the one at Warner Park, at the, the local park, at the pool? Huh? No, that was, Chrom- your- that was Chromeo. Oh. No, we had Chromeo play at a pool. That's and right. uh, Chromeo, who is a massive artist now, but they played the local Chattanooga pool and um, the people that were there happened to all be friends and they all won tickets. We don't know how that happened, but either way, <laughs> it was just one big friend group, one, one group. And no, I'm sorry, not one group, one couple in particular were having sex in the pool. Um, <laughs> there was children. <laughs> there were, <laughs> Classy families. And then there's Chromeo playing to a group of friends while someone had sex at the pool. It was 
the most batshit crazy event I have ever had in my radio career. Um, yeah, DJ Kesso, DJ Mel gained recognition as Obama's DJ. The turntable duty the night Barack Obama beat Mitt Romney in the second term. Okay, there you go. Oh, he did ha- uh, White House Act Easter egg rolls. Had no idea. But you're right. He's on the lineup like every day. Yeah, he's big. He's all over this thing every single day. Now I feel bad that I, I didn't know who he was. Okay. Well, now we've, you've answered it. Yeah. All right. One thing that I didn't um, haven't figured out yet, and I guess it'll have to be sort of a game day thing, is what we're going to do about the plazas and and some of that other stuff and the shows that we're going to do. Yeah, you haven't left much time to uh, go check out um, Plaza Space. And I, I'm you. pretty sure we're going to get an interview with Krongbin um, and maybe some others, and so we're going to have to factor. Yeah, I mean that's why that you guys going crazy with these lineups. I mean. <laughs> No, that's why I think you forget how lazy we become when we're there. I didn't. That's why I broke it down the way I did. That's why I have the must-sees. And then really I'm trying to factor in the laziness and going somewhere else. And then, uh, you know, the the walk-bys might be on the way to do one of those things. That's typically Mm -hmm. how I've done it. Mm -hmm. You know, that laziness. Yeah. Going by the witch stage, that laziness has strength. That laziness is gonna, it's gonna set in. Yeah, (laughs) it's easy to just overstack because it's been over two years and we haven't done a Bonnaroo or a festival really. Mm -hmm. So you're just, you know, you go ham, you go hams. I go uh, ham. I don't know about you. I go ham. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I have a feeling once we set up camp, have a beer, it's probably Mm -hmm. just gonna be chill time. That's why I made my list the way I did because those are the ones I. I will leave camp for, mm-hmm. as I'm saying on but Tuesday. That's right a now. lot of people that you're leaving camp for. I know. I know, mm-hmm. but it's pretty strong. <clears throat> yeah. So the way that I'm going to break it down is what are the, with all the things that you just described, um, an interview opportunity, going to the plazas, being lazy, um, I'm going to find just the artists that I will forego all of those things for. So it doesn't matter how lazy I'm being. It doesn't matter if somebody wants to. It doesn't matter if, you know, Lizzo wants to talk to me at that moment. I'm not missing blank. Yeah. Does that well, make sense? Yeah. If, if, if she's calling me on the phone, I'm, turn, I'm hitting decline just so I can do blank. Can I call you back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll ring you right back. Yeah. Call you right back. I got uh, it. I mean, I've tried to do mine putting myself in camp, knowing mm-hmm. how I am, you know, and knowing, but the weather's going to be a factor too. Now, if it's going to be that nice, it makes it easier versus when it's 98 degrees. And it's very true. And, and absolutely. just a, just a tip on the weather uh, for those who uh, either have never been or have forgotten over the, over the course of the year and a half, but bring blankets and hoodies. It gets cold as ice at night. It gets so cold that's when you're sleeping next to the ground well when you're not only when you're sleeping but at 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 11 o'clock 12 o'clock one o'clock in the morning it's cold out there and you know i bring pants i bring several hoodies and i'm still cold um just a just a little tip 10 years ago that was not the case never in a million years years ago i didn't bring any no long pants or even long sleeve shirts or anything Mm -hmm. i know so, but it's it's definitely changed, and it's September. So, yep, he's Brad's right. Bring bring warm clothes. And by the way, do you know that extra hour of sleep in the morning? 
because it's still uh, every, be dark. Every morning now, we I get one more hour of darkness because when that sun, when the sun comes up, you're up. There's no, there's no sleeping in. It's too no. hot. The sun gets beating the, the, uh, so down on you. That extra hour of darkness. <laughs> That's money. All right, guys. Anything else we need to get to before we go? Nope. It's fine. All right. All right. Big week next week. We'll all be together on the next What Podcast, all to celebrate Ragai. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. A live together in the same room edition of the podcast next week. Uh, we went through my picks and then uh, yeah. Bonnaroo, Ben's Bonnaroo time. How long has Fuck. it been since we were all three recording in the same room? 18. I don't remember. Wow. 2018, was, um, 19. I. I mean, it was, it's right got to be February moved. of 2019. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Was it February? Yeah. Were, we, were we even doing episodes in February? It might have been like December or January. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, long time. All right, guys. I'll see right. you, uh, see see you next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you later. I right, love you. Bye. Consequence Podcast Network.